You just got to write it and hope you can keep your head above water and that you got strength left to make it back to dry land. What you're about to hear is not all I remember, but it is most definitely what I can't forget. So if it seems violent and unsteady and turns back on itself for no reason, well, that's the way my mind works, just like Big Creek in the spring. Later, when that creek goes dry and I look down where it used to be, I can see it's different every year. What it done to the earth, always different. So maybe that water is just being remembered by the ground. I don't think I know any more about myself than Big Creek knows about the ground, but I've been moving for a long time too. Not as long as that creek, but maybe just as hazy as to where I've been headed and just as confused along the way, wondering what's round the next bend. You can learn a lot about yourself, about the world, by just watching water when it moves and when it's still. Still water is rare on a creek, but it's only then that you can see yourself in it. Only then can you see your reflection in something that's got a life of its own, but still got the grace to show you to yourself. The horses' paces, walk, trot, and canter. Before moving forward, the horse should be light in hand, the head brought home, not with the nose stuck out, the neck arched, and he should stand evenly on both hind legs. From Cavalry Tactics. Birthday. It was warm and dark and Grandma Sarah was talking. I knew it was her even before I knew her, and I knew Daddy, too. Why you coming now? she asked. What you going to do when you get here? There was quiet then, and Daddy whispered, Maybe she's just here to help us. Daniel, it ain't a girl in there but a boy, Grandma Sarah said. He's come for a reason. Everybody here for a reason, and I think I know what it is. I wasn't alone. There were other people in there. All those who came before me were there. People that knew me from the beginning, people I would know at the end. So many folks in such a small space, it should have been uncomfortable, but it wasn't. It was so quiet, so easy to be there in the place that was my mother. I didn't want to go anywhere, but I could feel something pushing me away from what I was holding on to. Elijah, I heard Grandma Sarah call. Her voice sounded close yet very far away. Elijah, she spoke again. Your name's Elijah. That's what we'll call you. But you'll have another name, a name only the Creator knows. That's the name you'll answer to when it calls you in your sleep. The name you had before. The name you'll have after. And I heard that name in my mind as loud as if it had been shouted and I knew who I was, who I really was. You'll bring us to the old ones, Grandma whispered. You'll take us home, and it won't be in no chariot of fire. No need for that. We'll walk just fine. It got quiet again. Felt so heavy, the quiet. I finally let go, and it hurt to not hold and not be held. Light came out of my mouth, my nose, went back inside. I could see it with my eyes, which had never opened before. Could hear it with my ears, 
which had never listened before. I could see fire that was water, hear water that was fire. Where I was going was a dark place, but something was burning that had to be my heart. I drifted round with my eyes closed to the brightness. My hands, my fingers opened up, then closed round a damp shine that was everywhere. And that's all I remember of the time before I was born. My name's Elijah Yancey, and I was born on the first day of January, 1863, in a cabin outside of Spartanburg, South Carolina. You might recall that President Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation on the very same day. That's right, the day freedom came, or at least news of it. Mostly, it was just rumor, because slaves round here were only free if there were Union soldiers nearby.